begins with this gate drop. Welcome back to the Power to the Ground podcast, your home of motocross and supercross news for the fans and by the fans. I'm your host, Jesse. This is episode 61. I am joined, as always, by my man, Doug, over there What's in the... Uh, what are we calling that now? The Sunstar Studios? Uh, Sure. Why not? I don't know. I just call it my basement, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so tonight we're going to be talking, uh, some round nine. Yeah. Yeah. Daytona round nine. Wow. That's, uh, not going to lie. I literally just watched most of the races. Like as soon as I got off work at like four 30. Oh, it's good. Oh, no, no, no. So we're, we're not talking about Daytona tonight. We're going to, we're going to preview. So I think the way this is going to work. For a couple of weeks, we're just going to do a preview show, and uh, I'm going to hopefully start moving towards adding a recap show earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, but not not quite there yet. Um, so for those of you watching this live, uh, don't forget to like, share, and comment, uh, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, You'll see the comments flowing on the screen from both places. So you guys feel free to have conversations with each other across platforms. Uh, We'll do our best to keep up with those comments throughout the show. For those of you listening on audio, we are doing this podcast on Facebook Live and YouTube Live every Thursday at 7 p.m. EST. Hope you can tune in and join us for the fun next week. (sighs) It's been a long day. You're telling me, man. I know, I know you're 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 pedal to the metal as well. It's so oh, crazy, yeah. man. It's it's weird where we both hit this uh this uh this stride at the same time and we're in two completely different industries. Yeah, like my industry it makes sense because everything's starting. Right. You know. Um with yours, I I guess it's just the summer, so people are ready to get out and do stuff. I, I guess so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never been in that industry, man. So, <laughs> uh, Before we start, please consider heading over to www.powerthenumber2theground.com and making a small donation on the donate page. Um, there are some, some things that these donations are going to be used for specifically that I will get into details probably in the coming weeks. Um, there we've we've definitely got some stuff going on and Doug I will talk to you about that before we make the public announcement um has a little bit to do with the stuff that we're talking about at the end of this towards the end of this episode um but any amount that you can give helps big time so uh jump over to the donate page on the website feel free to donate whatever you want um most of the donations that I've been seeing have been $10. So that's a huge help for all of you who have donated already. Thank you so much. It is a huge, huge help. If you want something in return, it is also advisable to jump over to our merch store and grab some merch for you. And we do have a special offer for you today. I do know- it for Dale. 
do it for Dale t-shirts. We've got a do it for Dale. If you use that coupon code down at the bottom, all caps, do it for Dale. Uh, when you check out with the do it for Dale t-shirt, you will get 20% off on it. Uh, we've sold a few already. Um, please jump over and check those out. Uh, I Doug's, grabbed a couple. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> you were the you were the first one to snatch a couple up. Uh, and you, you even uh, you even changed your profile picture to the design on Facebook. I saw. Yeah, dude, it's amazing. I love it. That's uh, <laughs> I went back and rewatched the Daytona race just for that. So. Oh dang! It's old B Carter and my mom. Ooh. Look at that. We're getting fans. <laughs> um. So, if none of those things work for you guys and you're watching this, please feel free. Drop some comments in the comments section. Hit that like button and like or subscribe. I heard. So I meant. I think I gave some bum scoop last last week. That subscribe button on Facebook apparently has not been added yet. But it so you is have up. like insider information yeah they're they've been talking about it um in uh, like a bunch of you know marketing channels for the past couple of weeks but one of one of the ones that i was it was a podcast that i was listening to um it made it sound like it had already happened but it's just in the works but it's supposed to be relatively soon so facebook will be youtube here uh, pretty soon nice <laughs> hopefully i don't get banned well i already get in trouble on facebook but hopefully my videos don't get banned <laughs> on facebook so yeah so, uh, that's i mean that's are, pretty exciting i guess yeah we are uh we're gonna try something a little bit uh we're gonna i want to try doing the track map video on here yeah. Um, so we'll see if we get kicked off the uh youtube live stream when that happens so for those of you on YouTube right now, um, when we get to the uh, the track map video, if the live stream stops, please jump over to Facebook and uh, finish out the the live stream with us over there. If that does happen, we really apologize. It's not really <laughs> there's really not much that we can do about it at this point. It just yeah, we're, we're trying to get all the paperwork done so that we have the ability to do that. And I, what really chaps my ass is they'll sit there and bust me for trying to highlight the sport and bringing stuff on. But then you got goons that are there like live streaming the whole race. Right. You know, like, come on, guy. You know, like it's all about paperwork, man. I've literally got yeah. a sticky right here with a fax number um, to 100 in a, a address at 100 University City Plaza. In, somewhere in LA that they want me to send a bunch of paperwork to so that we can go through and get the rights to actually talk about this and not get shut down on YouTube. So it would be great. That would be fantastic. It would be a whole load of weight off of probably both of our shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm tired of having to wait 30 days after the upload for people to see my <laughs> stuff. So, but it, sure, it is what it is, man. Yep. So, gotta gotta put in your gotta put in the work first, I guess. Oh yeah. So, uh, 
let's jump into it. Uh, actually, you know what? You want to do some shout outs before we jump into it? Yeah, of course. So we got the world famous bro taco sauce, you know, our boy Sean over there knocking it out in his kitchen, you know, um, use code PTTG, PTTG. I just, that's kind of hard to say fast, man. I just realized that. <laughs> so if you say, uh, use code PTTG, you will save 20% on your bro taco hot sauce. Um, I just got my, my new fill in for, uh, my brap sauce and it came in now you guys probably saw the picture whole order number 100 got to throw it <laughs> out you know um and then we have sunstar the uh number one oem chain manufacturer uh we're killing it in aftermarket right now um i don't hit me up uh at sunstar on our website we have a support email i'll, I'll do what i can to try to help you out um obviously the industry's crazy so i can't guarantee anything that day but i'll definitely try to hook you up as best i can so that's uh same with breaking i'll do the same thing so um we sell both sunstar and breaking i just have to get a breaking sticker which i don't have you know but we'll definitely uh we'll do our best you know just say hey jesse sent me or the show sent me and and i'll do i'll do what i can so sweet and we will be uh for couch cross we will be giving away some sunstar certs over there yeah um, i also i still got the it's still sitting right next to all my stuff man i still have this fox 180 gear that, yep. that will knock out so it looks like that and i i've talked to sean sean is up for it sean's going to be giving away some bro taco stuff so uh yeah i mean we got some fun stuff we'll see if we can hook hook you guys up with some other stuff on the way there too maybe somebody else wants to get involved um in the the uh the couch cross craze couch cross craze that's a lot of yeah it's a lot of alliteration uh, there so i have a i have a race that morning so hopefully i'm not completely destroyed by the uh by supercross you know <laughs> but it's uh we'll figure something out man um thinking kicking around having some people over and stuff for it too so that we can we can do uh what that'll be our third couch cross uh it would be the third one yes we're I think doing it for dale doing <laughs> it for dale <laughs> <laughs> greatest podium interview ever man <laughs> that dude cracks me up but yeah so it's uh i'll i don't know we might have to have it kind of crazy i'll have to set my camera up towards the front of the screen so that we can uh have a bunch of bunch of fun man so yeah uh, we will uh, we'll be set up in my living room again, and you'll be able to, you know, catch little glimpses of uh, of my TV in the reflection on the, the <laughs> picture behind us. So if you if you can't stream it, you we got some of it covered for you at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Our reactions. Yeah, yeah. It's um the one thing that we have noticed though is the NBC app cable and peacock are all on different times right so it ranges you know but it's yeah it's still fun i you deal with it you know it is the it's the old interwebs man so it's never going to be perfect right yeah we we've noticed that a couple of times where we were uh mid couch cross and we would see some comments come through on the stream about something that happened on the race that we didn't see yet. And we're like, Oh, we'd see it yeah. like four minutes later. 
it it makes me watch a lot harder though because i'm like what are they talking about you know like, <laughs> get all up on the edge of my seat but so that is uh yeah couch cross uh, be on the lookout on the facebook page um for some extra details um coming through over the next well, two uh over the next week and a half i guess um yeah. detailing the round 11 couch cross um and that that is that um so let's jump into some uh some round 10 talk here yeah uh, let's uh Good old arlington arlington i know i saw austin was happy that they are they're heading to back to texas uh and austin just grabbed himself an an ap shirt a do it for dale t-shirt hell yeah if that thing comes in in time i might have to wear it to the track and you should you absolutely should pretty proud of that design it was it was it was i mean it was your idea for sure but no that's in it together man in it together with our powers combined right watch out mathis this is a new camera this is my new uh my new streaming camera i'm waiting for new streaming lights to come in because this camera is a much higher quality camera than i have been using but it requires a lot more lighting to make it not look so dramatic like it does right now right i feel i i look like i'm in a scene from the notebook right now never saw it so i'll take your word for it you got it you could have said like rambo or aliens or or something cool like that aliens i guess would work yeah maybe some star wars yeah maybe you just need like a you need to wear a sheet or something over your head like a not like a cape a robe i guess is what they call them yeah we'll stay away from the sheets on the head doug good call good call (laughs) my bad i don't think about that stuff man i just say it when it comes out um all right let's jump into the uh the injury report for arlington um as i'm scrolling through here it does it didn't look like there's anything much different than there was last week um brayton's back um cartwright is in santarulo still out enticknap still out uh harlan's out osborne's out paul telly's out stevenson's out i if i don't think any of those are different from last week so i'm pretty sure we have the same 450 lineup this week as we did last week yeah it tickles racing then huh that was a hard get off man yep that's good i agree i don't want to see i don't want to see this uh this lineup get thinned out any more than it has already yeah um so moving over to the 250 side um which there is a lot more going on with that one as half half the field ended up going down but 
Hmm. Jeremy's still out. I'll just go through the list here. Uh, Dakota Alex back out. Sean Cantrell, collarbone out. Uh, Brighton Carroll, ribs, sternum, foot out. Uh, was Carroll the one? Is he the? Is he one of the ones that caused the uh, the restart? I think he is. I, I mean, there's so. so many. There's so many restarts in the LCQ last week that is it was kind of unbelievable. Yeah, I ended up fast forwarding through most of it, um, just because it it was crazy, you know. And then I was glad to see another one that I'm surprised didn't get um, too injured was Sipes. Yeah, that I was, was happy to see Sipes out there in the first place. He's the general. If it's got two wheels and a motor and he's close by, he'll race it and he don't care. Yeah. I know that I'm not the only one that was excited to see him out there because during the broadcast, they laid out his entire schedule for 2021 and what he's racing, where and when. Yeah. That's uh. whenever I feel like I'm too busy, I just go look at his schedule man yeah he posted up pretty often and i'm like uh i'm kind of a crybaby, you know <laughs> <laughs> so i was i was happy to see he's gonna be at erzeberg yeah i'll be watching yeah. that he's been working hard to get there man so yep. it i'm i'm glad to see see it showing up you know and a lot of people get mad at me because i say like for overall just dirt bike stuff like he's the goat man he, he's hands down he he might be one of the best all-around discipline guys that we've ever seen and people get mad they're like no ricky or karma or ricky or mcgrath or stew and i'm like you guys aren't listening to what i'm saying like <laughs> when did when did either one of those guys or any of those guys go out and run cross country hill climbs flat tracks like and then show up at a super cross and then go join a freestyle competition just because he happened to be in the state you know right nobody does that stuff man like the general is nuts sipes cross man that's the sipes cross. i remember i want to see it yeah it would be amazing the uh, only one i heard that uh definitely said that he's down to do it was Pastrana, which doesn't surprise me. No, you know, he's the same way. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think Bradshaw even said Bradshaw being as ancient as he is said that he'd be down to at least try it. You know, he doesn't know if he's going to complete a lap, but he would try it. <laughs> so it's so Tiller, stuff like that, that I like Tiller says, uh, let me put his comment up here. Is Amart going to be worn out from Daytona, or is a race under his belt in a week back up? So, the one thing that I know about the Martin brothers is they're both in incredible shape. Um, granted, a hand injury, like we talked about last week, can definitely... Um, affect your your cardio and stuff like that but he didn't look bad you know it looked like he he it took his time he probably didn't do too much training and stuff like that so it's uh i think he'll be all right you know I if it was so a too. triple crown 
I could probably see it. If it was a triple crown, I'd be like, uh, but <laughs> the race time off race again, I, I, I think he'll be all right. I, I honestly do. He's, he's in great shape, man. So, yeah. Yeah. He is always the, the troll train is always ready to go. It's always packed and ready to go. Um, I don't see that foresee that being a big issue. No, um, and if it does, it'll be towards the end when everyone else is tired too, you know. Right. Exactly. Um, let's see. Martin uh Costello. Um I think he was another one of those flags. He broke his hand, he's out. Joey Crown. Um he looked knocked out for, knocked out for a while at Daytona. He looked very promising. And then I don't know what happened, man. Yeah. He, um, I don't think he was one of the Was he one of the, the sand guys? Did he end up going down in the sand? I can't remember. Um, I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to watch the races back, but um Derek Drake, femur, out. Mitchell Falk, leg, out. Bryson Gardner, back, pelvis, out. Mason Gonzalez, leg, ankle, out. Enzo Lopes, shoulder, wrist, out. Jeremy Martin, shoulder, out. Jace Owen, knee, out. Dylan Schwartz, banged up, whatever that's supposed to mean. Uh, It probably feels like I do after trying to keep up with Carter the whole weekend, man. (laughs) And then, uh, oh, Jordan Smith uh, is uh, TBD for this week. Ooh. What happened to him? Smith was somehow able to race the Daytona main event after another rider's foot peg left a gash in his backside that required roughly 20 stitches. He hopes to be ready for Arlington 1. Like his back or like Forrest no. Gump style? Forrest Gump style. Yeah. Oh, Lots of I ice couldn't cream. imagine that. My uh, my one kid, Axel, he got that. He, I have, um, dirt bike pegs on my Sportster, and he fell on one of them, and he got that. Not on his back, on his side, but Ooh. those things are, those things are ridiculously sharp. Especially a lot of these guys are running like the flow titaniums. Yeah. I mean, it. I don't. It's they're crazy sharp. You know, so yeah. I guess that doesn't surprise me, but I wouldn't want to race with 20 stitches in my butt, dude. Like, no, that you're going to end up standing the entire time. Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't get infected. Yeah. You know, from sweating in it and all that. It's, it's not worth it. It's better to take care of yourself and have both butt cheeks at the end of the day than right. get, get in trouble and have to lose your whole career plus a butt cheek. I remember for one of the Salt Lake City races last year, they were showing, um, they were showing Tomac's boots, and his boot was on the foot peg, and they showed it at an angle so you could actually see the teeth on the foot pegs that he uses, and that it, the, the his foot pegs in particular looked like some sort of a medieval torture device. Yeah, they're it's basically like 
just taking the lower jaw off of a great white shark and sticking it on the side of your boot, man. <laughs> you know, like, or the side of your bike. Right. It's, I don't, I mean, the ones even on my ATV are, are, they're bigger than your standard foot peg on a dirt bike. You know, um, they're real sharp and stuff, but it's nothing like what's like, I'm pretty sure they have one of their mechanics just sitting there with a file and sharpening these things in between races, <laughs> you know, like they're crazy. Um, so that's it for the, uh, for the injuries. Um, so for everybody out there right now, we're going to jump into the, uh, the track and then we're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, so let's all keep our fingers crossed that we don't get kicked off of our, uh, our YouTube stream here. If we do get kicked off of the YouTube stream, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, please jump over to Facebook and, and, uh, finish out the stream with us over there. And if that does happen, I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do about it for right now, except for the next time, won't do it again. So <laughs> we'll yeah. learn our we'll learn our lesson. Um, so I'm gonna play the trap the track map video right now, and we will be right back after this is over. Oh, I guess we can talk while we're uh, while we're watching this too. All right, so that tabletop right there is pretty weird. I think it'll be it'll be an entertaining track. I'm gonna miss the sand from Daytona. Yeah, me too. They put a dragons back in there. I'm pretty surprised that they put a dragons back in after all the complaining that we got last week from Daytona track. This is pretty cool, this split the split section. Yeah, that's I thought that too. I'm glad to see him kind of getting out of the box, you know. Yeah. Um there was a right before the the whoop section right there. There's a turn Let's see. Is everybody still here? I'm looking at it. We made it through. Hey. Hey. So, yep. The YouTube stream stayed up. That's awesome. Glad to see that. Nice. Good to see. So, that that last uh, part right before the... If you guys have any thoughts on the track, go ahead and let us know in the comments. We'll have a little discussion about this right now. Um, anticipation. Yeah, Austin. It worked! <laughs> um, that the turn right before the whoop section, there's a jump into the turn. Um, I don't know if you caught that or not, but it's that. I think that is going to be a little... Uh, I bet that's going to take some 250 riders out. That's my my guess. It could. Um, I, it's hard to say. I can see more 250 guys getting thrown off by the whoops because we'll have an actual, what I think I counted, 10 whoops instead of eight. So I can see them um, getting hung up there a little bit more. Uh, 
I mean, we'll see. Yeah, did you see uh I do like the the tabletops, Austin. The first tabletop on that track though. Um it's all it's almost got a jump at the end of the tabletop. Yeah. So it's not like a true tabletop, it's like a half cha- a half tabletop. It's like a step on, jump off. Almost, yeah. Is that tabletop. a thing? Tabletop with two broken legs. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a Goodwill table, dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's an IKEA table. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, It'll be an entertaining track. Um, I, I was talking to uh, Forrest Butler earlier in the week, and he said that they're honestly in like an evolution phase where they're kind of waiting to see what the bikes and, and riders are not necessarily peek out at, but where this generation is kind of going uh, before they start really throwing the kitchen sink at the, at the uh, indoor tracks, the supercross tracks. So it, it'll definitely be entertaining to see if we, we might not see anything this season, you know, cause we're already halfway through it, but the following seasons with the generation of riders that are coming up that have a little bit more say in the tracks, it'll definitely be entertaining to kind of see what their input is coming from, you know, modern day arena cross tracks and, and stuff like that. So it'll definitely, I have an anticipation for it, I guess, you know, cause, cause the, uh, to me, the tracks have, they've been kind of stagnant over the years, you know, so for sure. It's uh, and then bringing in like Atlanta Motor Speedway so that we have almost two Daytonas. I know it's hard to top Daytona, but to add another supercross style track in a small, small area like that, surrounded by asphalt and concrete, I think is, I think that's awesome, you know. I so it's uh, I, I guess we'll just we just have to wait and see, you know, he didn't have much. Uh, in terms of when we might see the evolution of the Supercross track move on to the next generation. Um, but he said that it should be very soon. So that's uh, it's good news for you guys out there that are kind of like me, where you're like, this is just kind of an arena cross track on steroids or a longer one, you know? <laughs> so, and I, I think it is primarily because I'm, I am an outdoor guy. I do prefer outdoors. I, I like the elevation changes, the speed, the big jumps, the, you know, the choppiness of it. I, I like all that. Um, it doesn't make it for better racing. You know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Some of the races get very boring, especially when Tomac's like, all right, well, I'm just going to be gone by 12 seconds. You know, I'm going to stop and eat lunch before I have to worry about the second place guy coming across the line. So I have to get ready for my interview, you know? Um, but I'm I'm still happy to see that they're not kind of resting for the next round. You know what I mean? Like right. the next season or the next group of guys or and and I was also happy to hear that they're actually starting to take a little bit more of the riders input and the team owners and managers and mechanics input into the track design itself. So, we're in the I think the first what all last season it was just like let's see what ricky comes up with let's see what ricky comes up with let's see what chad reed wants to change on ricky's design you know like (laughs) so it's it'll be uh it'll be entertaining i think so yeah i think last last year 
I mean, a lot of the design was was probably in the Salt Lake City part of it after you know everything went down. And yeah, I, yeah. I feel like they just they just gave Ricky a bunch of crayons and let him go to town. Yeah. Which, I mean, he does, like, this Daytona track is a prime example that he does have a lot of creativity when it comes to yeah. making a track. You know, I mean, this was probably one of my favorite tracks for a while, you know, that we've yeah. seen in, in a number of years. So Yeah, that was, uh, that was something that Steve and I had talked about. I think um, I can say with almost absolute certainty that last week's Daytona track was my favorite track that i can remember seeing in supercross yeah and i think what really made the difference for me was the the deep sand the long you know flat landing jumps the over unders that are mixed like he just really was like all right well how much space do i have and let's make it fast but flowy and now let's slow them down by adding random weird obstacles right (laughs) off kilter jumps and everything like that um so my dad had a a couple of good points here let's start with this one uh the option jump where it's split it does look like they could actually bypass those jumps as far as that track video goes yeah that's when i saw the track video earlier today i was like I wonder what smartass is going to try to go in between them until the officials yell at them. And you're never going to know unless you try, you know, right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not in the, the riders meeting or whatever, but it's uh, it'll be cause it's not a good place to put a tough block, even though they might try, you know, that's so I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it sure will be. Let's see how many penalties we see get racked up at that spot. Cause it's um, in between the barriers. So it's technically not cutting the track. You exactly. Know? Yeah. All you're going to do is scrub that jump anyway. So what's the <laughs> difference? And then he says, uh, the tracks seem to have more jumps than, and less turns. And that's absolutely true. That's there. That's part of, part of what we were just talking about is like they're they've just kind of stagnated as far as the track design goes. So you just, they're definitely, how- trying to play towards that um crowd everyone wants to see a motorcycle jump type right. fan you know yeah. whereas a lot of us especially like listening to this show i mean we followed it for a, a number of years and i want to see good racing i want to see a good championship i want to see him really duke it out come down to the last three rounds you know and that's what we're getting so far this year but it's it's not because it's not because of the track design it's because of whoever can start the best you know yeah the the jumps that it's it's really how do we make this as much like the x games as possible while still it while it's still being racing that's that's really the thought process it's basically rally cross for motorcycles (laughs) <laughs> so um so that's it for the uh for the track map let's uh jump into some predictions what do you think i don't know it's gonna be hard um this is still a west coast race right this is they're still off west for coast. quite a while yeah so i mean you got 
you got Coop, Marchbanks, and I mean McAdoo came out swinging. So yeah, he if he can carry that momentum, it's it's really a, a, a toss up between those three. I feel like right now, um, Amart is there, but he's not there. You know, right. um, I'm gonna have to put Coop up front, McAdoo, and then Marchbanks uh, for my 250 guys. And then uh, my exact oh, 250 pick. So. We'll just yeah, go and that's yeah. I mean, I don't know who else to pick, you know. Um, right. It's Styles Robertson looked good, but he's still young. So I mean, we all know my feelings on young riders. I want to see him do good, but I'm not going to put any stock into him. You right. know. Um, you have Pierce Brown, who's who's the same way. He has flashes in the pan. You know, he he's a really uh, he's a smooth rider, you know, which I think helps him out a lot, you know, but it's, I, th- I think just for speed and, and almost an expertise when it comes to a race craft in the two fifties, I have to go with those three every time until we start getting like J Mart back and stuff like that. So right. it's, uh, and we might not even get them back by the end of the season. Who knows? You know? I, so. it would it would be smart of him to like he's he's not gonna win he's not gonna win a championship now yeah go start practicing outdoors man yeah exactly just prepare for outdoors and just call it a call it a season yeah so it's and then 450s i mean tomac got his one out of two great starts that he's gonna get every year you know <laughs> so it's uh I don't know. I would probably put Tomac third, Broxon second, and Webb first because I think Webb is Webb is hungry right now. Webb Webb is a uh, he, he's definitely a contender. But now, I mean, we still have the guys that we've been talking about all year that are coming up too. I mean, we have Mookie looked super strong and he's been super consistent. We have you know, AP that's right there with Mookie, like those two just link up and go, you know, and it's, uh, it, we still have Anderson that's hanging out. He, he's been pretty decent. So it's, I don't know. It's hard, but I'm going to have to stick with my top three, man. But I want to see AP back on that podium, man. That's, that's my guy. So I'm going to go crazy here. I'm going to say rocks and wins with my number one, Kenny, I'm going to say AP takes the number two spot. What? Yeah, I'm putting them up there. I, I'm, I'm telling you, there was, there was, a, there was a, a sparkle in his eye, and I'm rolling with it. I get a gut feeling. He's fast, man. He just couldn't ever put it together. And when he puts it together, dude, he ran away from Webb. I think yeah. maybe his his fitness and conditioning aren't on par with Webb, but he's also not working with Alden Baker for years and years, you know? Right. So I, I, I don't know. Who's your number three though. Don't say Mookie. Are you going to say Mookie? No, I'm going to put Webb oh. in the number three spot. <laughs> okay. I could see a battle turning out in between Reb and Webb and Plessinger though. Yeah, you know, like sure. you have the super intense guy and the other guy that's just like whatever, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but when they get they were they had 
a pretty decent battle, not only in the heat, but also the, the main. And it's, yeah. I, I was excited. I, we were collecting all the donations and stuff on Saturday and I had the race plan on my phone, on my pickup truck bed or on the tailgate. And I'm like yelling and people are looking at me and I'm like, don't mind me. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so. dude, that was, it was awesome to see. It was so fun to watch. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, like that, that interview at the end there, there's just, there's just something about his demeanor right now. I'm, I'm feeling a wave, feeling a blue wave. It almost felt like he quit trying so hard and he's just, he just wants to have fun now, you know? And for somebody that has always been, just kind of fly by the seat of their pants, which AP feels like he is. Um, I mean, he still puts in all the work that everybody else does, but he doesn't have that. I'm going to go out and win. I'm going to go out and win. I'm going to go out and win. He has that. I'm going to go out and do the best that I can. And that's going to be the best that I can do. And sometimes I'll win. And sometimes I won't like I've accepted that attitude. And I think it leads to a very fluid rider, you know? So Agreed. So I'll be on the lookout for the AP seven. Oh, I will too. That's I, I still want Roxon to win the championship, but if AP even makes one pass for like 21st, I'm still back there. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, my do it for Dale t-shirt comes in for in time for couch cross because uh i'm i've turned into an ap7 fan so i will be i don't know how you can't like him man there's some people that are like he should lose his ride and i'm like you have never paid attention to this kid right <laughs> he's he's hey, so he was cool. a rock star on 250 oh yeah yeah it's a big jump though from 250 to 450 it is, it is. yeah it's and and it's I hope I hope what we're seeing right now is just a growth evolution and that we will see him like up towards the top now. Yeah. Well, now he's battling against like some guys that were they were 450 pros when he was still running pro sport at freaking Loretta Lens, man. Right. So it's yeah. I mean, there's there's a pretty decent age gap as far as uh like 450 pro career is in this field right now. So it's uh it'll definitely be interesting to watch. How speaking of age, how old is Plessinger? Oh, he's gotta be it's mid twenties, probably. Yeah, I'm not sure. I have the GNCC results on my phone real but let me pull it up real quick. Okay. I wanna say yeah, I for some reason I know he's not twenty seven is jumping out at me, but yeah, he's he's definitely young. Um he looked like he was 45, like straight out of the trailer park in his interview. But he's, uh, I mean, he didn't leave much left on the track. And I think that's the most important thing, no matter what you're racing, is um, you don't want to leave anything out on the track, you know, or like the football field or the hockey ice or rink or whatever, you know, like you, you go out there and you, you give it everything you got every time. So that's uh let's see. He turned AMA pro in 2015 and he was born January 25th of 1996. Really? Yeah. Right. 
So he's 25. Yeah, he's a young buck, man. And that's, I think that's the most important thing that people forget about a lot of these kids is that they're, they're kids, man. Like they're young. They're still, they're dealing with more life than most of what we do. You know, I mean, they're professional athletes with cameras and stuff in front of them and they're going out there and performing in front of thousands of people. And it's, you forget the pressure that that is on somebody, especially somebody young that hasn't had the time to really mature with that kind of stuff. So it's, uh, that's why I'm always a little hesitant about those kids, man. That's, uh, you never know how they're going to react. No, they could turn out to be Tomax, Roxon's webs or J laws, you know? Right. I mean, you just don't know how the pressure is going to deal with somebody and especially going from 250 to 450. That's a lot of pressure, not only from your, from your team, but the people that are like, Oh, he won back to back 250 championships. He's going to go on a 450 and win. You're like, Oh, Dean Wilson. Yeah. Let's shoot for top 10 first, you know, like pump the brakes a little bit. So it's uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm just, I'm just glad that he got a podium. Even if that's his only podium for his whole career, I don't care. I saw it, and it was the best interview that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Do it for Dale. Woo! Oh, yeah. He's like, I just want to show off my mustache and mullet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> How can you not like that? That's so wholesome, oh, man. That's so good. So and the good. best part is, is if you run into him in real life, it's the same guy. Like he acts the same way that you just saw on that interview podium. <laughs> so it's, it's just hard not to like somebody like that, you know, like he's just, he's just a fun guy. So we'll be rooting for him wearing our do it for Dale t-shirts. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, if you guys just joined the, these stream, if you would like your own, your very own do it for Dale t-shirt, um, you can jump over to, www.power2theground.com and you can go to our store and use coupon code all caps do it for Dale for 20% off on that do it for Dale t-shirt um, I oh, I wish I had one on right now to show everyone but I haven't gotten them in yet so I can't I can show you the, the graphic yeah, you'll have to jump over to our Facebook page and take a look at the picture, which yeah. I immediately stole upon posting and put it up as my profile picture. <laughs> but it's a fun, it's a fun little design. It's uh uh AP doing a a thing like this where he's holding a monster can, but it might as well be a Coors Light. A and, bush uh, latte, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the and yelling do it for dale Woo! right um, oh man yeah it's good stuff man good stuff so that's it that's our uh our predictions for round 10 of the 2021 supercross season we've got so we're, we're only gonna have seven more seven more races and then uh so after couch cross um next week there is a break there's a two-week break in the season and uh we will be taking a break with the season 
uh, for that that time frame afterwards. We'll remind everybody of that as well. Yeah, um, it's uh, depending on what race I'm on, I might jump on Facebook Live though and just do something real quick on one of the weekends. You do um, you, man. Yeah, it's so. If you don't know, I get around. So it's uh, Doug gets around. That's gonna yeah. be a t-shirt, right? It's but gonna it's, be a picture uh, of you going like this, and it's gonna uh, say, I'll "I get it. around." Right? I need those uh, power to the ground skivvies in my hand, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, so that's kind of I, I figured it just now actually that while there is down weeks, instead of having nothing to do and us just kind of talking back and forth on clubhouse if i'm at a race man i'll jump on even if it's one of my own and you guys gotta see me all sweaty and dirty and covered in mud but i'm walking around the races just talking about them then sorry it's what you're gonna get <laughs> you know so <laughs> it's uh it, it's all in good fun though and it's 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 really just for the love of the sport you know like i love supercross and motocross just as much as i love cross country and enduro so I mean, it's uh, you find me somewhere, anywhere. So I'm actually next week. I'm putting together my travel plans to kind of go around and hit up like different works races or uh, outdoor nationals and just anything. I might get down for some of the uh, sprint enduro races down south. It's you, you never know. I yeah, I think I think everybody, pretty much everybody who listens to this is just. If it's dirt bike racing, they're all for it. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, definitely. So um, I don't think we'll have any pushback with that. I'm going to try to make it out to some of the local races in uh, in my area during uh, the racing season over here just to yeah, do a little bit of outreach and, you know, throw some cameras on people, do some reporting. So you were saying in our last uh, clubhouse uh talk like moto supercross talk thing that uh they finally brought a track back like that's kind of close to you you know yep. so yeah that's pretty so, cool so the most of the races that i'm going to end up going to are, are going to be um like enduro style so they won't be on a on a motocross track but still go out and talk to some of the riders but yeah my dad and my brother and my nephew just went and rode at that track yesterday uh mx691 in tiverton rhode island it is like well it's the only legal place to ride a dirt bike within the uh <laughs> that anybody can go ride that's not like on private land um in the the boundaries of rhode island so it's it's uh groundbreaking history making uh but segue um into what i wanted to talk about um towards the end here so there has been in rhode island there's been uh, a lot of news stories over the past few days about um dirt bikes and uh i'm i haven't been a fan of them uh are they like dirt bike bad they have tattoos and probably ingest all the marijuanas like. <laughs> so so there's in uh in providence which if you guys aren't from rhode island um is the capital of rhode island there's a lot of of people who who are just 
grabbing their dirt bikes, two strokes, four strokes, doesn't matter, doesn't matter what it is. And they'll just be wheeling down the street in, in the middle of the city, um, swerving in and inside in between traffic, running from cops on the dirt bikes, cutting through people's yards on dirt bikes. The cops have a hard time catching them because they cut through people's yards on the dirt bikes. Um, just acting like idiots. Uh, and we've had a couple of kids die running from cops on dirt bikes in the, in the last six to nine months. We just had a big, uh, a big arrest kids running from cops on, uh, on dirt bikes and they caught them this time and they, they got arrested and that was just a couple of days ago. And that's why this whole thing, this whole conversation has been sparked. But, um, the, the local news in my area has been bringing people in experts to, to talk about this. And, um, they're people who are claiming to be spokespeople and advocates for, the ATV and off-road community. Um, if you guys are in Rhode Island, if you have watched any of these news news things and you're not an off-road person or whatever, um, we do not claim these people. They, they do not represent the off-road community at all. Um, they are, they're, they're trying to make a case that, People should be able to ride their dirt bikes through the streets and in the inner cities. And no, they shouldn't be able to. That's not a thing. Um, they're, they're conflating two issues of there not being anywhere to ride in the state of Rhode Island and people being able to just ride like idiots through the middle of a city. So uh, they're taking almost like the skateboarding of the nineties approach. hundred percent. In fact, they're saying that there's just like the skateboarding oh. community. No, it's not just like the skateboarding community. Very, yeah. very different. Yeah. Um, there's, there's some crossover as far as the people go, but a skateboard and a dirt bike are two very different things. Then they yeah. should not be treated as, as the same. Um, so um, this is something I've, I've reached out to a couple, uh, representatives in the state of Rhode Island to kind of talk about this because we do have a new track. It's just one. I do agree with them on the, the, the fact that I have a dirt bike and I have to drive an hour to go ride my dirt bike. Um, at least an hour. It, it, and that depends on which direction I decide to go in. It could be, it could be an, an hour and a half, two hours if I go in a certain direction. So um, there, there is a conversation to be had about bringing places to or, or creating places to ride within the boundaries of Rhode Island so that the people who would be, um, who would be riding legally, if, if they had a chance to, have a chance to ride legally. And then you can eliminate that variable and everybody who is going to be riding like an idiot criminal anyways is going to, then you, you can sort them out however you need to. But um, so I'm not quite sure how we deal with this, but that was what I was talking about at the beginning of the, the, uh, the broadcast when we were talking about donations, some way, shape or form, we are going to figure out a way to, solve this problem of having places to ride inside of Rhode Island. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. 
Um, I will keep everybody posted on how that's going to happen. Um, I'm sure Doug and I are going to have several conversations um, about possible, you know, possible solutions. Uh, he'll probably yeah. call me dumb a couple of times. Um, <laughs> which that's is what fine. I'm here for, man. Yeah. Hey, hey I got to I got to hear it sometimes, man. I got to hear it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not that you're dumb. I'll be like, well, what do you really think the practicality and the feasibility of that idea is going to be, Jesse? Bro, <laughs> you know? let's just let's just knock down all the buildings in Providence. Just level the whole place. Giant, giant MX track. Boom. I mean, problem solved. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, that's not the adult answer, but I like it. <laughs> you know, um, I like the passion. I hear the passion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard and it's, I came from, so I grew up in Pennsylvania and then I moved to California and now I'm in Ohio. So I went from being able to pretty much ride wherever to only being able to ride in certain areas and having to pay an exorbitant amount to be able to ride in those areas or be an outlaw and try to get away with it. But the cops are better riders than me. Um, who would have thought? you know, and they happen to know the terrain better. Um, and then coming to Ohio where I don't have, there's plenty of places to ride, you know, I mean, it's the same way. It's an hour, two hours or something like that, but it's, at least I have those places, you know, and it, but I, I've been in, and it's uh, all major cities, you know, like that's the new thing to do is go get like a YZ125 and then try to stun it on the road and put your stuff on YouTube. Right. And it's, I'm not going to say I don't watch those videos. I don't go out of my way to find them, you know, but at the same time, it's it, when they catch you and they take your bike, they crush it. Yeah. They, that's what you, they do here too. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not getting it back. That's one less motorcycle that we have, <laughs> you know? Right. So it's, I mean, and we, we have a big problem here too with stolen dirt bikes. So a lot of oh, those bikes that are here. getting a, a lot of those bikes that are getting confiscated and crushed are somebody else's bike that yeah. that so got taken the, from them. In the Ohio moto community right now, um, there's been so many where hey, I'll meet up or let's meet up here, bring the bike here so I can look at it and buy it, and then they get stolen, you know. But there's guys getting like the crap beat out of them, not just their bike stolen, but like completely robbed. Um, one guy got killed in Louisiana or something like that, you know, like, but, um, who was it? Noah, Noah Clark, the GNCC racer got his bike stolen out of the bed of his truck down when they were just at Palaka. So it's it, like there, like right outside of the track. Right. So it, it's kind of, it's, it's definitely not just centralized to that area, you know, it's a real thing, but the Ohio moto communities kind of came together and came up with a list of places that are, I wouldn't say safe, but safer than other places to do transactions like that. If you do want to sell your bike or something like that, and they've came up with like different rules and stuff like that, all just organically, man. And it's, it's, it's bad because you know that, you know, like, you get your bike stolen, then you jump on YouTube and you see somebody stunting it down the road, you know, right. and they don't care. Like they'll try to get away from the cops. And if they blow it up, they blow it up. If they don't, 
and they get away or they get caught and it gets crushed and you're never getting your bike back. It doesn't matter if you have a title, if you have registration, it, it doesn't matter. There's a zero tolerance policy in most states for that kind of stuff. Right. You know, so it's, I mean, it, it's tough. It's, it, it's a complicated issue. You know what I mean? There, I don't know if there's ever going to be just a single answer to something like this. I, right. I, I, I don't know. Uh, having more riding areas will certainly help, you know. But that's this is this is the problem with this conversation is that we right now we're having a conversation and there's two there's two subjects that we're talking yeah. about. And yeah. the problem with this conversation is that they were conflating those two issues yeah. and, as if they were one single issue. And yeah. and I, you can't look at it that way because there's there's for one, the two issues really have two different groups of people. Yeah. There, I, I mean, there might be some slight crossover between those two groups of people, the people who are riding legally who just want somewhere to ride in Rhode Island, yeah. and then the people who are riding their bikes through the streets of Rhode Island. Those, yeah. My guess is that there's no more than a 10% overlap in those two groups of people. I think that's probably being generous with it, too. You know? Right. And that's, I mean, I just did the big three on, on my race quad and I ripped it down the street, you know, but I didn't go out there and like do wheelies and stuff like that. I just had to do a quick plug check just to make sure that I had it dialed right, you know, but right. it was, I, I'm not going to sit there and ride right through town. You know, I live pretty far outside of town, so yeah, there's no huge issue there, but and, it's and one of these kids that just got caught the other day when the cop pulled up on him, he flashed a, he pulled up his shirt and flashed a gun at the cop as if that That's was the smartest gonna, thing you can do. Yeah. As if it was going to yeah. intimidate him like that, a place to ride in Rhode Island isn't stopping that guy from doing what he was doing. Yeah. I mean, we can get into it. It sounds like a great topic to talk about tomorrow on clubhouse, man. Yeah, we should, we should talk about that tomorrow on clubhouse. It's true. Yeah. I mean, we get some interesting people on clubhouse. So, I mean, not that the people on here aren't interesting, but it's not exactly <laughs> the, it's not exactly the main topic, you know, and then I, we still have other stuff to go over. So I don't want to, and we can get sidetracked. We've had yeah, we can. almost two hour conversations about uh, hardly anything as, as complex as this issue. Right. But All right. it's, um, so that was it. I just wanted to I just wanted to give a, a little bit of background as far as what I was talking about. There'll be more information coming out as time goes on um, when I get some sit downs with some of these people that I'm reaching out to. Uh, hopefully we can come up with some solutions. Um, if you guys have any ideas and you want to throw them my way, um, feel free. Hit us up on the Facebook page. Hit me up on the, the website. Um, yeah, and that's that's what I got, man. Yeah, I got uh, the GNCC from this weekend down at Wild Boar um, that does not include Noah Clark getting his bike stolen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Uh, so for the ATV PM guys, which I don't know if, if you caught the race Saturday before the Supercross race, it was an awesome race, man. Um, it I caught really the starts. That was about Oh, it. did you? Yeah. It, it really came down to the, the really the last half a lap and it turned out Bryson Neal, um, who's from right around here in Ohio, 
he broke the steering flag on his quad going through the mud holes and these boys were sending it through those mud holes i think did i send you the video of the four by four guy that just laid on the back fender and just gave that can am every little bit that it had if i, I didn't i'll, I I'll so. see if i can i'll see if i can uh find it again and throw it up on the um um on the facebook so everybody can see it i mean when i say this it was the hold my beer moment of the gncc race it was um but so we had walker fowler coming in first for his first win of this season in the xc1 pro atvs we had hunter hart who is a up-and-coming rookie uh he came in second and that kid definitely has the right last name there is so much heart in that kid i mean he he has no quit you know how old is he uh, uh he's pretty young i can't i'll have to look um is it young 20s teen What's I, your... he's got to be super young in his 20s i don't even know if he's old enough to drink to be honest with you gotcha you know i mean he's young young um he's uh i'll ask him tomorrow um so he's he's actually he's a sunstar guy so i'll Sweet. reach out to him tomorrow and, and see uh about him and then we had cole richardson another one from a from uh from right around in this area just over the border in pa he came in third place um who had another excellent one we had the gator adam mcgill coming in fourth place um and then we had jared mcclure coming in fifth place with um chris borich with an honorable mention in sixth place, that dude has been racing quads like half as long as I've been alive. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, I mean, it turned out to be a really good race on that one. And then for the Sunday's results, which are the bikes, we had, um, another winner. Um, we had Benjamin Kelly out of Connecticut, which is up there by you guys. Yeah. So uh, apparently there are at least single track places to ride. Cause this kid's there... coming out swinging dude. <laughs> there definitely are single track places to ride, uh, especially in Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, um, Maine. There's definitely yeah. places to ride. Yeah. And then, uh, so he came in first overall. We had Josh Strang from Australia coming in second. Jordan Ashburn uh, out of Tennessee coming in third. Grant Baylor coming in fourth out of South Carolina, who's Stu Baylor's. Um, yeah brother and if you guys don't know Stu baylor and you want some personality on a bike you gotta <laughs> find this dude on youtube man this guy i mean he's great yeah they uh, were talking about grant on the uh the broadcast oh yeah at the uh at the very beginning that i that i caught right up until maybe 10 minutes into the race <laughs> yeah and then we had uh Josh Toth, another one out of Connecticut coming in fifth. So that would be your uh your Pro Bike XC1. Um, I think they call it Open Pro for uh your Sundays. And then we have uh a lot of guys, a lot of the guys that I know of flew back up, left their stuff down there with their mechanics, flew back up so that they could work during the week and then are flying back down today. So <laughs> it's uh to meet up with their bike or with their mechanics and stuff like that because we got a uh, georgia uh coming up here so 
we'll see. And that's uh, once they start coming up here a little bit further, I'll start having some uh, on-site footage and stuff like that from those guys. Nice. So I'll see if maybe I can, if I can get a hold of a couple of them, maybe a little bit before, um, try to do some stuff with those guys. So, yeah. And uh, throw it out there. If any of them have a open Thursday night and want to dial into the, uh, the podcast with us and BS with yeah. us right here on the live stream, yeah i've been trying to get uh brandon carter who was on here earlier he was uh the atv uh 30 plus c-class national champion last gotcha. year he's, he's one of the ones yeah. that wrecked you the other day is that yeah not like yeah. not like wrecked me like we broke stuff but i, I felt <laughs> like i was broken <laughs> you know <laughs> so i've been trying to get him to come on he he's just a busy fella you know and so am i so it's really yeah it's hard trying to and we both got young kids so it's like well maybe after the kids go to bed and then if you're a parent you know as soon as the kids go to bed you're like i just want to sit in my chair for like 30 minutes watch some tv and then go to bed myself exactly yeah <laughs> you know so it's uh we'll get it figured out we'll be at a couple races together this year so maybe i'll just grab the old uh grab the old phone and we'll just do it right off the cuff like i do most of my stuff anyway so <laughs> it's uh we'll see how it works out man yeah uh in any of those things that you're doing on on facebook if you think any of them work out for for audio just let me know we'll throw it out there to uh yeah. to the podcast realm yeah and it's also i mean i'll open it up to all our listeners i think there's a way that you can like if i'm out there doing something you know and you got some cool stuff to show off too like you're at a track as well as i am or or whatever you know jump in there uh and maybe we can do like a co-stream or something like that so that we can really get some moto stuff going you know yeah. i think i mean who i don't i haven't figured out all this technology stuff you know but i'm i'm getting there it's uh i'll be tinkering around with stuff so <laughs> uh coda i see you are uh you said i'll have nine friends over when finishing my sand track i better get some footage of that sand track my friend i will uh i'll throw a gopro at you if i need to you better get a scooper tire and just go get it yourself man uh we yeah, want to watch you ride dude <laughs> i coda coda is a monster on a dirt bike um i am I've taken a lot of time off. Not that I was ever really good anyways, but on top of it, I hadn't been on a dirt bike in like six or seven years. So I've still got my, uh, my, uh, training wheels on. We'll say, uh, that's, uh, I'm, I'm just going to say Jeremy Martin broke his back and still came back. Um, yeah, so that's true. That's, I mean, Doug Henry is the same way. It's no problems. Just, just, solutions man you just you just telling me just <laughs> just said don't be a bitch dude don't be a bitch. <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh pretty I much i saw a funny meme the other day and it said it was a, a picture of santa claus looking over a guy riding a uh looking over a guy doing something on his dirt bike and he was like son i've seen you ride you're getting a pair of testicles for christmas <laughs> that would be me <laughs> <laughs> I haven't rode anything except for the desert floor in years, like probably over a decade, man. And that's uh, one of my buddies was like, yeah, we'll bring out the old, the old YZ two smokers and we'll get out there and ride. And I'm like, first of all, I'll probably die. 
but I'm interested, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> don't make fun of me, but I'll try it, you know, especially yeah. in the woods, man. Like all my friends ride wood stuff. So I'm like, uh, like, I don't know about on the woods. Let's, let's go to the little kid turn track, you know, for a couple hours until I get used to it again. But, See, I'm, I'm, I'm much more comfortable in the woods on a bunch of rocks than I am on a, on a track for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite way too. Like this weekend when I was out riding, uh, with them guys, they're, they're both really good woods racers, you know, like the 30 plus class, if you've ever raced 30 plus class in any series, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're talking guys that probably ran a class or pro sport or retired pros or, or something like that, that are, they just go into the 30 plus class. So it's, there is definitely zero shortage of talent in the, when you get into the age things. And so I was like, oh yeah, like, it'll be cool. Like they're my same age, you know, like we all have fairly decent, you know, fitness and stuff like that. Like, it'll be fun. And then I get out there and they're just like, boop, 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 boop. And I'm like, (laughs) oh man, how'd you do that? You know, (laughs) but then we go out on the, on the track with the jumps and stuff and I'm right at home, man. So I didn't have any problem keeping up there. As soon as there was a tree in the way though, it's a whole different (laughs) story. So Coda. Coda said, my friend, my friend got on Moto Madness for crashing on the triple. Really? I, I love that channel. Me and the kids watch it. So whenever they see it starting, they go, oh, and then as soon as they wreck, they go, oh, like, I was like, you guys are bad. Like, we got to get, we get to get Coda racing this, this season. Um, yeah. Coda. Uh, if you, if your dad doesn't give you a GoPro, hit me up. I'll, I'll get you a GoPro. Um, or we'll just call it an, an early birthday present or Christmas present, something like that. <laughs> um, but we need to get Coda racing. So we yeah. got to figure out, we got to figure out how to do that. Coda, yeah. I'm, I'm texting your dad. As soon as I'm done with this, we're figuring out how to get you racing. I'm putting yeah. them on the I'm putting them on the hot the the hot seat right now. Yeah, let's uh let's put do the, it, man. And put then, together a team PTTG. Right. I gotta go up uh to the northeast sometime this year. So maybe I'll come up there and add some pressure too. You know, I'll be yeah. like, hey, you know, like, <laughs> we want to see them race. Let's let's see this, you know. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll That's see how all. it goes. Oh yeah. That's the worst part about it is we all expected this stuff to be done by now, like all the virus stuff. And now we're like, is it done? Is it not? Am I allowed to go somewhere? Am I not? Like, what's what's the deal? You know? Yeah. But it's uh, I'm just glad that the tracks don't seem to have suffered. Uh, the majority of tracks don't seem to have suffered very much. So it's uh, it's glad I'm I'm just happy to see our sport, man. And that's uh with that there was the last quarter of 2020 there was a 46 percent increase in major unit sales across the power sports industry wow yeah and that was huge yeah that's massive especially when you're talking about usually like five percent is a good quarter you know right the almost do 10 times that is is outstanding you know and it was right in line with when a lot of the 2020 models hit hit the showroom floors i know around here you're still hard pressed guys were super excited to get 
21 models because like people have had deposits on them since last summer you know so it's like if you actually got your hands on one without putting a deposit like months and months in advance you were super excited so yeah yeah i had a deposit on before i got my yamaha i had a deposit on the uh the cowie 300 uh i can't remember the model it's a 304 stroke a klr i think it is i i maybe a klr i'm not quite sure though kfx maybe there's a couple of they came out klx it's a klx KLX, yeah um but it was it, it i ended up waiting for it for so long that i was like dude i gotta i gotta pull my deposit on this and then i end up getting the yamaha instead dude that's i waited six months for my race quad and it was i forgot i put a deposit on it it was so long and then the dealership <laughs> called me and they're like hey it finally came in and i'm like what oh yeah 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 i'll be up there later right to get it you know like, yeah, I just it, didn't I didn't want to miss the entire riding season waiting for a bike to come in and that's really what it was coming down to is like Yeah. I ended up getting I ended up getting like two two and a half months of good of good riding and my dad and I ended up doing a lot of riding during that time period. So we got some nice some good time. That's, I'm getting my brother into it. He's got my my old four by four, which I mean, it's, it's not a slouch. I I've done a couple cross country races and stuff with it. You know, I mean, it, it's got some goodies on it, but, uh, that's, I can tell he's starting to get the bug, man. He's like, Hey, you want to go ride? Hey, you want to go ride? Hey, you want to go ride? And I'm like, yeah, but I'm still trying to build this thing so I can actually race it. And the time that I have, yes, I want to go ride, but the time that I have is pretty precious right now. So right. <laughs> I, I want to get this thing ready. Uh, but yeah, I can do it later tonight. Let's go ride, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's, uh, I, it'll be a fun summer. I think there's a lot of people, man. There's a lot of people that are getting back into the sport. I don't know how many just fresh off the boat people we have, but I think, um, there's a lot of returning guys, a lot of guys that might've raced or rode when they were younger, um, getting back into it with their kids and stuff. So I'm, I'm excited just for the industry in general. I'm excited. So yeah. we'll do our best. We'll do our best to, uh, flood your timelines with, uh, content. That, yeah. Content that shows that, that stuff that makes you happy instead of the stuff that makes you sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, some of it will be good. Some of it will be bad. Some of it will be ugly, you know, but it's, uh, that's, I mean, that's all part of the sport too. You know, it's, uh, there's, I'm going to be at mutters. I'm going to be, you know, it'll be, I'll probably catch people wrecking. You know, I, I don't necessarily like blasting all that stuff out on social media, but it's, uh, like guys wrecking. Cause I don't know how bad the injuries are at first, you know? So, but it's, uh, just, stuff like that i i think it'll be fun and it'll give me something else to do with the tracks too you know just jump on real quick and, and talk to you some guys and i'm and i'm excited about it man so we've got a uh we've got a trials race coming through our through our neck of the woods so i'll definitely be out there for the trials race too because that that stuff's there's some pretty fun stuff that they do out out in the right. trials bikes 
Well, there you go, guys. We got to talk Jesse into just going random Facebook lives while he's at the track. Like, yeah, man, we'll just do me, both of us, me, you, and Austin. Anytime, maybe that's what we do. Anytime you're near, uh, you're outside near a a motorcycle or some sort of an ATV, just flip on, just flip on that Facebook live. I mean, with me, it might as well be Ed TV because I don't know if you forgot what I do for a living. Um, yeah but <laughs> i mean but all right outside the warehouse too. Outside the warehouse. all right yeah <laughs> that's uh but it's uh i think it'll be fun man it'll definitely be it'll be interesting and i think it'll be something fresh so i mean uh, hopefully everyone likes it you know um because it is it's why not you know right. it, it, it's the sport we love i don't just love pros you know, I mean, granted, they're the ones that we talk about the most, but I have no problem sitting here after Minios or Loretta Lens or even the big area qualifiers. And we can talk about all those guys, too, you know, because I watch them all the same. You know, I'll be I mean, I spend all week for Minios moderating all their chat channels for them, you know, so it's and, and just talking to people the whole time. So it's not I mean, don't get me twisted that I'm not an amateur guy that's my number one thing is amateur racing i love oh, it yeah you and i've talked about that i've i've i hear the passion in your voice when you're talking about the amateurs yeah so it's uh it'll be fun man and i'm i'm gonna try to pass on some of that passion to all our all our fun listeners so well i think that is uh i think that's episode 61 my friend yep the old a ray episode yep but we didn't break it and we didn't crash it. So <laughs> can we call it the A-Ray episode? I, uh, well, let's do it. When I, right. yeah, I'll change the title of this one. It'll be called the A-Ray <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, uh we got to break something. <laughs> yeah, we got to break something. But it's, uh, yeah, it was fun. This was a, this was a different episode, but it was a fun episode. We weren't yeah. trying to cram so much information so fast that we were forgetting it, which is nice. We were able to actually sit here and talk about some some stuff that needs to get talked about, you know. So yeah, and it's uh now we just got to keep putting those Yamahas on the podium, boys. Let's go, Yamahas. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think this conversational. I think this is probably. I think this is our our best foot forward. Yeah. So I think yeah. we'll we'll try to keep this kind of going with the format. Yeah, that's uh we definitely have to figure out the uh the preview stuff, you know, which which I'm sure we will. And yep. then uh Yeah. So I mean bear with us folks. We we look like we know what we're doing most we'll of the time. But, yeah, but but we don't. We we no, just we don't. Yeah. Yeah, we're so. we're we're really figuring out we're like what's is this working did we like this did were we comfortable with this were, were we not comfortable with this and you know i oh, mean yeah. you can probably they can probably see that because we're changing stuff constantly yeah yeah um, definitely and if, so yeah just just bear with us but that's it for uh for episode 61 thanks for hanging out with us don't forget to share this episode with somebody hit that like button hit the subscribe button, whatever other buttons that you have, just click right. buttons, man. Just click buttons. Especially if you're in Rhode Island, man, we want everybody to hear that, that 
stop being hoonigans and just yeah work together man like let's get it figured out we gotta we gotta we'll get this figured out we'll get this figured out um jump over to power the number two the ground.com make yourself a uh, free membership over there um you know do all the things the donations the oh the do it for dale we'll put that up real quick don't yeah. forget to grab your do it for dale t-shirt um use coupon code do it for dale 20 percent off on that t-shirt also bro taco go you go to uh, brotacofoods.com use the coupon code pttg for 20 percent off um some delicious hot sauce and don't forget to check out some sunstar uh breaks chains uh sprockets all all just hit doug up if you need stuff he's right? he's got your back man yeah he's that's uh i actually got the work phone right now so if you email me i'm hot on it man i'm always on it so oh, oh we got the yes. pickums awesome worked Thank so you hard on the pickums and then we forgot <laughs> <laughs> pickums don't forget to get your pickums in um Results in time for up. the is when the main event or i'm sorry when the broadcast starts is when pickums close so if we get any picks in after that time it's it's a no-go no count um so yes keep those going austin we're gonna get him involved in this with the uh tiller tallies um is as soon as we get our our s together we will uh we'll have that going yeah. but that's it for episode 61 it's in the bag have fun at the races this weekend uh and we will see you next week peace